So adding your partner to your credit card, does it hurt you or does it help you? We'll cover that plus much more all on the new Joe Chavaria Joe Credit Show. So before I begin my normal stuff, let me throw it out there. Be sure to like this video if you do find the content helpful. Um, comment any questions below if you have anything related to this topic or anything else. Be sure to drop any comments, uh, any questions you have in the comment section regarding credit. And uh, of course, if you want to stay up to date with credit information, um, I talk about FDCPA court cases, FCRA court cases, just a bunch of stuff that's going on in the credit world. If you want to stay up to date on that information, uh, be sure to follow me on Instagram or subscribe to my channel if you are watching me on YouTube. Um, all right, so let's get started. So uh, first and foremost, I do want to start off by just kind of debunking one of the the, the theories or, or myths or fears that's out there, which is if you were to if you were adding your spouse as an authorized user to your credit card, would your credit information end up on theirs or would theirs end up on yours? Kind of kind of as vice versa scenario. And, and and this is a common concern a lot of people have is that they believe that all the maybe other bad items they have on their credit report or even other items in general they have on the report will be added to the other person's credit report just because they're adding someone as an authorized user on a credit card. And, let me just reassure you that is not the case. Nothing to worry about. That's not going to happen. Um, and the reason why that is, is because all the accounts that are on your credit report are reporting and 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 they, they're on your credit report because in order for them to get there, there has to be an identifier type of match. And so what that means is every single account, whether it be a credit card, a collection account, account or item that's on your credit report, in order for it to even get there in the first place, it has to it has to be identified. There has to be a, an identifying match to find your file at the credit bureau. That includes um, spelling of your name, that includes their date of birth, your social, your address. And so many of the accounts on your spouse's credit report is gonna miss that information. So it's just not gonna automatically just pop up just because you're adding your spouse to an, uh, as an authorized user, that's just not going to happen. You don't have to really worry about that. And of course, vice versa. You know, your your uh, your information won't end up on your partner's um, information um, that you're adding on as an authorized user. So don't even need to worry about that. That's not going to happen. Um, and so you know, now I want to talk about adding. If you add someone as an authorized user to an account, does it help you? And, and if it does, how does it help you? So first and foremost, you need to make sure that the account is a credit reporting account um, if you add someone as an authorized user. Sometimes you can add someone as an authorized cardholder or an authorized user on the account. They'll send them a, a credit card in the mail that they can activate and use, and it's linked to the, to the same one as yours. Um, but it, that, their, that authorized user account does not report payment history to that person's credit report. And that could defeat the purpose if the whole reason why you're wanting to add someone on as an authorized user is so they can get the benefit of all that good payment history that you have. You want to pass that on to them so they can get that equal benefit. And, and so you, know, you got to make sure that the account is, in fact, a credit reporting account. Many of them are. But to verify, you know, before you fully um, execute or, or, or uh, give permission to the credit card company to um, give an, to issue an authorized user a credit card or a credit card as an authorized user to someone, you want to make sure you want to ask uh, their, their customer service department, if you will, um, will that payment history report on their credit report as well? If it doesn't, and that's the whole reason why you're doing this, you probably don't need to add them as an authorized user because you're not going to get that equal benefit. Um, many of them do. So if it is a, an account that does uh, will report credit information on their credit report, then then you know you should be should be good to go. But also you want to make sure that 
if, if you're getting added on as an authorized user or you're adding someone on as an authorized user, that the account itself is a healthy account. So what do I mean by healthy account? So the credit card balance, um, I would recommend that the balance to limit ratio, ratio be below 30%. So, for example, if the credit limit is $1,000, make sure that the credit card balance is at 300 bucks or below or could be paid down below, you know, 300 bucks or 30 percent in that case uh, before the, the information gets reported to to the bureau. So you want to make sure the balance is, is low. If it's like 31 percent or more, you're kind of flirting with disaster there and it may not actually help. Um, also, make sure that the payment history is, for lack of a better word, flawless. Um, there's no late payments in the past. There's no there's no negative information. Make sure the payment history is flawless with that account. Um, also, it could help you if you have virtually zero credit, zero positive credit um, on your credit report and you're getting added on as an authorized user. That can actually help you because now this is one positive account on your credit report. And therefore, all these other variables will come to play, like length of credit, balance, uh, payment history, and so on and so forth. So, you know, if you have zero credit whatsoever, and this is like your first account you're being added onto, actually there's a lot of upside there as long as everything else is, 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 is you know, is fine, like I just that I just mentioned. So you got to be very cautious about that. Do your research. Look at the credit card that you have. Make sure the payment history is good. Make sure the balance is low. And uh, look at the average length of history. So, for example, what I mean by that, if if you're adding, let's say, let's say, you know, your husband adding your wife to to your credit card, if she has credit cards in her name as well, and they're like ten years old, right? So let's say your average length of history is ten years and you want to add her to your brand new credit card that you just got, then that could actually lower her average length of history, which could also lower her credit score. Not a lot, but it will lower it some if her average length of history gets shrinked down. Um, so some things to consider. Um, overall, it would be a benefit as long as everything checks out to add someone as an authorized user, but just make sure you double check all those, uh, all those factors I just mentioned. Um, now let's talk about how does it hurt your credit? Can it actually hurt your credit? Um, but before I get into that, um, I do want to remind everybody that if you are currently stuck on your credit report, you're trying to repair your credit, trying to raise your score, but you're you're basically stuck, don't really know where to go, don't really know how to get started, just don't have the time, no worries. Um, I do have a lot of content, a lot of information that's out there to really help you get unstuck and get the, get the wheels going again, um, from articles to newsletters to credit tips and guides. Um, credit monitoring services, as well as if you just want to schedule a complimentary, no risk, no obligation credit review with one of my team members at the credit agents, they'll be more than happy to do that for you. Look at your credit report for you, break things down for you and talk about how you could actually begin repairing your credit yourself. Um, or if you want to hire them to do the work for you, they'll go over all of that. But those are some great ways to get unstuck. If you're just finding yourself not having the time to really you know, work on your credit, give it the attention that it needs and it deserves, and you have some goals coming up, like maybe you want to buy a house, Maybe you want to buy a car, but you just don't know where to begin. You just don't have time to deal with it. Go to joechavaria.com forward slash links to get some information there on how to get credit content, credit newsletters, bunch of credit information. Of course, if you want to schedule a no risk, no obligation credit review, you can be able to do that on that site. Again, joechavaria.com forward slash links. Also, it's in my bio um, or in the description. So you can find the link and get right, you know, get right to it. Okay, so now let's talk about how adding someone as an authorized user could actually hurt uh, them. Um, so let's talk about that. So you know, it's kind of like the opposite of everything I just talked about. So you know, you know, first and foremost, if the balance is high, what I mean by that, I would say the rule of thumb is like thirty-one percent or greater. Um, you know, and it kind of would depend on what kind of credit accounts that they have. 
Um, but if they have a bunch of low balance cards on their on their side and you're adding them to your credit card, it's got a high balance. Obviously, that's going to lower your credit, their credit score because the 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 overall credit availability is going to go down. And of course, you have an individual account that is below, you know, your usual 30 percent of what the credit limit is. If the account is maxed out, I definitely wouldn't recommend adding that person on as an authorized user until the balance is paid back down. So if the balance is really high, it could actually hurt that individual that you're adding them to. If there's if there's late payment activity on the payment history, and more specifically in the last four years, that's kind of where the, most of the damage occurs. If you have any 30-day late payments or 60-day lates or even 90-day lates um, that were reported on that particular account to your credit report, may not be a good idea to add that person to that account because that bad payment history would also become theirs and so on and so forth. So, and by the way, if you accidentally add somebody on um, and, it, and you're dealing with these things and their score actually goes down, you can reverse it. They can request to, to be removed off the account and it's no problem. You can undo everything that was done, but just be very, very careful with that. Um, also, the average length of history, I talked about that. Someone who's got lots of credit history and you're adding like a brand new account you know, to their credit file can actually lower their average length of history. Also, adding someone as an authorized user can actually help, can actually hurt them if the account starts to become misused and mishandled. And what I mean by that is, you know, the balances are going up, they're racking up the, the charges, so the balances are going high, they're not really being paid on time. You know, misuse of that account could actually could actually hurt someone, hurt someone's credit score you know, in that process. So you want to be very mindful of that. Again, with all of this, before you add somebody on, just do some research. Number one, look at the payment history. Make sure that there's no 30, 60, or 90-day late payments in the last four years, for sure, at least in you know, the last you know seven years, um, but last four for sure. Make sure that the balance on the account is low, preferably 30% or less. I like one to 7% uh, ratios on the on the on the balance to limit uh, ratio one to seven is actually the best. You would think a zero balance would be the best, but a one to seven percent balance is actually the the greatest you can have, greatest utilization you can have that would warrant the most amount of points possible under the utilization component of, of your FICO score. And uh, the other thing is make sure look at the average length of history. You know, look how long that the how old the account is that you have that you're adding somebody to and look at what their average length of history or how long their accounts have been. So you kind of keep their their average length of history, you know, intact. But overall, it's a good idea to add somebody in as an authorized user, um, you know, especially if they have zero credit. They're kind of getting started. Um, you kind of see this with with parents, right? Maybe a mom or dad adding their 18 year old son or daughter to to their account. That's usually a, a good way to build credit. Um, now, little little fun fact here: If you're applying for a mortgage and you want to help out a friend or or, or, or a relative by adding them to your account so they can boost your score, uh, FICO mortgage scores will actually ignore the non uh, the non spouse uh, authorized user account um, unless that there unless it belongs to a spouse or unless that that person who's adding you to their account is also on the mortgage application as well. So they have to be, in order for that authorized user account to be considered, both parties that are that are involved in that authorized user account are in the mortgage application process. And this happens because it helps prevent mortgage fraud. Um, there used, this used to be a bigger problem back in the day. 
um, where where people would just um, sell their their payment history to individuals um, and many times kind of piggyback off that credit history, use it to to raise your score 100 points, go qualify for a mortgage, buy a house, and and then uh, they really shouldn't have gotten the house in the first place. And then down the road, maybe uh, they're, 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 they foreclose on the house, so on and so forth. And after some investigation is like, this person should have never qualified in the first place. So it, it creates a big mess. Um, you know, like I said, the, the mortgage scores have kind of cracked down on this to not to basically ignore non-purchasing or even non-spousal authorized um, uh, authorized user accounts in the transaction in the credit score to help avoid mortgage fraud. Okay, so that's really going to wrap up my time today. Again, I want to remind everybody, if you like this video, be sure to like it. Um, show your love and support by, by liking this video or even sharing it with a friend or family member or colleague. Um, also, if you want to stay up to date on all the credit information that I release, be sure to follow me. If you're on Instagram, subscribe if you're listening to a podcast or on my YouTube channel. As well, if you have any credit questions whatsoever, drop them in the comment section, wherever you may be. We'd be happy to answer the questions you have. Again, thank you guys so much for tuning in here. This has been another episode of the Joe Credit Show. I'm Joe Chavaria. I'll see you on the next one. Take care.